The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. This is episode number five of the podcast. And I have to say, this is a very exciting time. After 14 years on the radio, it's very exciting to be hearing from you all. I've been hearing from people all over the country. It's making me wonder, what took me so long? You can listen to this podcast on Stitcher, on iTunes, however you're listening to me. I'm honored to have you here. On this episode, we are joined by an undisputed legend in music. Our guest is Charlie Pride. This interview was done in part to discuss his album, his 2017 studio album, Music in My Heart. In the world of country music, there aren't that many people who I think you can call a legend who are still touring after 50 years. Charlie Pride is one of them. We have Willie Nelson, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, Charlie Pride. I'm sure I'm missing a couple, but those are the ones that come to my mind. And he's such a humble and nice man, and I think you're going to get that from this interview. But let's get into it. I hope you enjoy Charlie Pride and I talking about, among other things, his album, Music in My Heart. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our guest, Charlie Pride, is a legend in country music. With tens of millions of records sold and tickets selling out wherever he goes, it is our great pleasure to welcome Country Music's Charlie Pride. Thank you, Paul. Oh, it's a pleasure. You know, we did a face-to-face interview in Hiawassee, Georgia, on camera. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's good, it's good to connect with you again. All right. Your new album, it's called Music in My Heart. When you've released as many albums as you have, and you've had as many hits as you have, what becomes the goal when you release a new album? Well, uh, it's because fans, they, they love what they've already got of mine, and they want to hear those, but uh, they still would like to hear something new. And uh, that's what we try we try to please. That's what I'm in the business for. I've been in, in the business. My in business, of uh, I try to sell feelings, lyrics, and emotions. That's what I try to sell. And uh, I've done a pretty good job of it. They have all of the, you know, I've had about 50 albums, something like that, and uh, but uh, they still would like to hear, you know, something new. And I, I would like to do something new, too, and especially the way this one has turned out, and I'm really, really pleased with it. And this album was produced by Billy Yates. Yes. What was it about him that, that drew you in? What makes him a good creative partner? Well, uh, my last three CDs uh, I did myself for produce for myself and my wife said to me she says how about uh, try to you know find someone you'd like to uh, a producer that you'd like to work with and, and, and see how that come out she said and, and let them do the producing and you just sing <laughs> so I was sent all of these songs that I was sent by the record label that I record for and a lot of them was Billy H he writes he sings and the he, he, and I just, I'd heard of him, but uh, I finally met him, and uh, this is what's the results of it. And uh, I just, I'm just glad that I did, uh, I took my wife's advice, and 
and met him. I mean, he he's uh, he sings good. He he produces good. He entertains good. He just he he just fit the bill. We 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 really hit it off well. Is it wise advice for a man to take his wife's advice? For mine, it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back a little bit. You're from Mississippi. What uh-huh. did your early years teach you that prepared you for your life? Well, uh, my dad and, and my mother, we, we all was farmers and everything, and uh, we had chores to do. And uh, my dad always said that if you're going to do something, do it good and do it quick, you know, and and be good at it. So that's kind of what's kind of the philosophy that I've tried to take all of my life. And um, so... And, and I remember, you know, people asked, how did I get into music? But baseball was going to be my thing, you know. And uh, I was going to go to the major leagues and break all the records there and sit in even by the time I was 35 or 36 and then sang maybe, you know. I got my first guitar at uh, 14 years old and left it out in the wagon and the rain on it. And I never could get it, keep it in tune. But I don't read, still don't really know the music. But uh, I, baseball plays quite a bit in how I segue out of segue out of baseball into music and uh, that's just the way it was my mother used to write and get the to the grand old opera my dad's favorite singer was uh bill monroe and the bluegrass boys and uh so i i i, I just uh hear uh, people say well who were your influence i said the, the whole you know not a lot of people think that hank williams was just there he was part of but they had we had locals that that like Lonnie, Lonnie Glosson and Wayne Rainey and and uh, a guy out of we we were I was born about fifteen about fifty four miles below Memphis and uh, it used to be WREC and the Buck Stuff returning his Buckaroos in the morning we'd go out in the fields and shop and come in at we'd come in at noon and uh, we'd listen to a group called the Gatchin Up Variety Gang and. Uh, so we had old Phil Cole Radio, and Daddy, he he handled all of them. Nobody touched the knobs with him. So that's what we heard was what he heard. So I remember, I'll tell you something else. Just this year, a guy named Michael Manning, he works for uh, Country Music Hall of Fame, and he was interviewing me, and I got to talking to him about my mother ordering ordering the group, uh, you know, the group uh pictures from the from the opry and i was telling him about david cobb the one of the announcers and he he lit up like a christmas tree and it's solemn old judge and and he said i got two of those he said i want to give you one of them and uh we, we were ta- uh we was playing at the at the ryman at this at that time this year and he was standing out there he, he wasn't standing out there because of me but he just happened to be standing there, had it in a folder ready to give it to me and uh, i've got it and i'm gonna put it uh, in a frame and everything it's in a frame but i'm gonna paint it in my, i have a little trophy room that i'm gonna put it in so these are things that uh you just don't forget you know well speaking of your parents what kind of people were they tell us a little bit more very strict uh very strict people and um uh, we had to, uh, we had to toe the mark, you know, I mean, that many kids, I mean, my mother had two by first marriage and nine by daddy, and uh, we slept sometimes three and four to bed, and we had chores to do, milk the cows and things around the house, and we just grew up like any family, sharecropping family, you know. 
you were mentioning earlier in the interview about when you have fans, they want material, and you've released this new album of yours. And I just wanted to ask you, from your perspective, from the perspective of Charlie Pride, what are your fans like? What are they like? Yeah, what are they like, the the average Charlie Pride fan? Well, they they love my singing, and uh, they love the kind of person I am. Uh, uh, I get letters from them. I, they holler out of their audience, and uh, they just... I'm in the business of selling lyrics, feelings, and emotions, and I think I do a good job of it. And uh, I talk to them sometime on stage, and uh, I think now by this time they've read about me and everything, so they just... Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to go to... Uh, to Ireland tomorrow and uh, I've been going over there since 76 and I have one of the biggest it's starting to happen over here too just in some places where I have the biggest backup group ever could have ever had uh, they sing all every note of a song in, in Ireland they're going to sing every song a note of every word that I sing in each song that's beautiful yeah it is Something that you've been open about is something I have in the past struggled with as well, and it affects so many people. I'm talking about depression. For someone who's out there that maybe is struggling with depression, what would you say to them? What advice would you give? Well, I don't give advice. I can just tell them my, my opinion. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, I was a manic depressant, but... Uh, once I found out, in fact, my wife said, we're going to put it in your book. I have a book that I called, Mom, what's, what is it now? <laughs> the Charlie Pride Story, I believe it's called. She said, well, we're going, to, we're going to put that in. The, I said, no, I don't want to put that in. The, and I'm glad I did because I mean, people come up and uh, uh, this is, uh, one fellow came up. He said, you know what? He says, I, I can, he was whispering, you know, I said, well, he said, I can, you put yours in your book. Now I can say, I said, well, why are you whispering? Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Uh, you, you put it. So he said, and I'm glad you did. I said, well, I'm glad I did now. I didn't want to. I was kind of feeling the same way you whispering to me like this. I said, but I'm glad my wife just decided to get me to put it in the book. Hmm. You've done a lot of things from performing recording albums like this one, getting the chance to visit places like Ireland. What do you want to do that you haven't had a chance yet? Whatever I can do to make life better for everybody in the world, in the home and abroad. If I can lift up someone and make someone happy and and of all the aches and pains and hate and different things in the world, if I can do be just the other side of that and yep, change it around from that. I, I, that'll be fine. I just, if singing will do it, I'll keep singing as long as I, my fans think I'm singing just as good or better than I ever did. So I'll just keep doing it. We're joined by recording artist and concert performing artist, Charlie Pride. Who do you respect most in music? Who's out there doing it young or old? Well, Everyone that's doing it, I mean, that, that, that loves it like I do, and anyway, have to feel the same way I do about trying to uh, make people happy and enjoy. I enjoy them, and so when I go on stage, I enjoy just as much getting response from them as as they do from me singing and making them giving me that, giving me giving me that response.
reading some of the comments people who are your fans were writing on a message board, there was a review of this new album, and there were people who were sharing their thoughts on it, what they thought about you. And one of the things that I saw again and again from your fans, they were saying, what I love about Charlie Pride is that he's unapologetically country music. He's <laughs> That was something that was coming up again and again. So yeah. why country music? What is it about it? Well, for me, that's just what I like. And uh, I... Singing it, been singing ever since I could learn a, whatever song that I liked, and I would try to sing with all the people that I cut my teeth on, you know, starting from, uh, like I say, Bill Monroe's Bluegrass Boys was my dad's favorite. And, of course, uh, in fact, I'll give you a little example. Uh, I was in uh, in the alley, just called the alley, and, and uh, uh, where entertainers go out and, and, and join with one another. On stage was Bill Monroe's Bluegrass Boys, and on stage was uh, Dottie West. She brought me up, and I did. Uh, I started doing uh, Bill Monroe songs. Like I said, my dad, you know, liked him. And I did uh, Footprints in the Snow, and, and, and he didn't say nothing at first. Then he, they looked at one another, and then and I did uh, Mansions for Me. I got it in my latest gospel album. I did. That's one of his. Uh, gospel song, Bill Monroe's gospel song. I have it in my latest gospel album. And uh, so when I got through, uh, he just, you know, I, you could see, he said, well, he, he sings country music. I didn't know he sang bluegrass, too. <laughs> so so that, it's, that, it's that kind of thing, you know. just uh, And I didn't do it for trying to show off or nothing. I just, since he was up there, I just wanted to acknowledge him and uh Something that I didn't just pull pull that out of the hat by singing every note of each song. You know, you don't. You can see that 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 I didn't just pull that out of the hat that night. <laughs> <laughs> One of the songs on your album, "Music in My Heart," is the way it was in '51. Yeah, which was recorded by Merle Haggard at one point. Yeah, yeah. Now I I didn't realize that when all these songs were sent to me, and I. I saw him. I saw that he was singing it, but but my when after my son came up to, uh, in my office and I was playing playing the album after we got done, he says, "Dad, you 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 did uh, that's Merle Haggard that song Fifty uh, One." I said, "Yeah, I I see he was singing." He said he wrote it too. I said, "I didn't know he wrote it, but but uh, my his his son and my son worked together. They put together." When I say these promoters have put together these four people, Georgette from George Jones and Tammy, Ma- Marty Marty Haggard from Merle, Dion Pride from Charlie Pride, and My- Michael Twitty from Conway. They call them the Le- Legends Four. <laughs> so, so uh, I don't know. Sometimes I guess they would book them as the Legends Two, and they, so. But I don't know how many shows they did together. But but those are things that. Uh, that I wasn't aware of until my son told me that he wrote it. He said, well, I'm going to tell Marty that you think. I said, oh, good. <laughs> and, of course, Marty Marty gave my son Merle's cell phone number, and I talked to him two days before he died. And, of course, Mar- Merle, Merle Haggard, uh, you know, each people, each person that's in the Country Music Hall of Fame, well, the one that's coming in, you can request who you would like to induct you in whichever 
whichever Hall of Famer you want to duck in. Merle did mine. So I did uh, I did Furlan Huskies and, uh, of course, I think Jack Clement, my producer for so many years. So that's the way that works. What kind of man was Merle Haggard? He was one fine writer, one <laughs> fine singer. <laughs> I, and I don't know why many other things that he was one fine lover. He just, he was it, you know. I mean, he, he just had to love him. I mean, especially his talent. I mean, to listen to those lyrics that he write, you know, all those songs he wrote, and then sing them too. I wasn't that, I wasn't that fortunate. I had to sing other people's songs. But he 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 sang other people's songs too. But he wrote most of his own. You see, that's that's pretty darn good. Not good, but great. Yeah. What's the most important thing in life? Well, try to do the best you can and take care of your family and hope that uh, they all can turn out well and be happy and that sort of thing. You do the best you can to, to get them on the road to that. But sometimes it. It gets a little rocky sometime. Everybody can visit the website. It's charliepride.com. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a great pleasure to catch up with you again. My last question. Right. Who is okay. Charlie Pride? He's a guy that was born to 11 kids and grew up and was blessed with a voice to be able to do what he's done in his life and, and have appreciated from God what he gave me. Well spoken. Well, thanks so much. Okay. All right. God bless. Okay, Paul. Take care. Doesn't he seem like such a nice guy? Now, I think that is because he is such a nice guy. If you haven't checked out his new album, Music in My Heart, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's 13 new recordings out this year on CD and digital download. And if you haven't subscribed to the Paul Leslie Hour, I hope you do. And if possible, give us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes or on Stitcher. Giving it a review helps other people find the podcast. What I want to do with this podcast is kind of what I did with this interview with Charlie Pride. On the outside, we're talking about his album. And we have a chance to kind of touch on some deeper things like depression, and different issues that affect everybody. And that, again, is the purpose of this show. I want to connect people instead of separate them. That's all I've got. Until next time. The Paul Leslie Hour is hosted, produced, and written by Paul Leslie for Lifestyles Entertainment. For information, visit thepaulleslie.com. Thank you for being with us. Until next time. <laughs>